Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1809. Today we're talking Mercedes-Benz. This will be fun. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah! Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah! Today I'm in beautiful Woodland Hills, California, with a very special guest by the name of Belinda Sarui. Belinda, welcome to Cars Yeah! Do you have any gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? Always. Always, yeah. I think you are, just a little bit. Before I give you a proper introduction, what's one thing that most people don't know about you? Most people don't know that I'm from rural North Carolina and that I grew up in NASCAR country and um, that my father made a go-kart track for me and my stepfather worked for Home and Moody and I've always been into cars, but I'm kind of a girly girl. Wow. You know, that's really fascinating. And when we get to be talking about your past specifically with design and fashion, girly girl indeed. I mean, you've had quite a career there, but we're going to be talking mostly about cars today, specifically Mercedes-Benz, a wonderful mark. So let me give you a proper introduction. Belinda Sarui is often referred to as the online ambassador for Mercedes-Benz. In 2020, she bought an estate of 20 vintage Mercedes cars and a 3,000-square-foot warehouse full of new old-stock vintage Mercedes, Porsche, and BMW parts, and she continues to sell them online today. Today, she owns seven vintage Mercedes and one AMG, and one of the seven vintage cars is very special. It's a 1962 Fintel mercedes a car that she won first in class at the 2019 Legends of the Autobahn during Pebble Beach Car Week. That fintail known as Finny to all her fans was featured on the cover of the Star Mercedes magazine. Belinda is active in several car groups in Los Angeles, one that she co-founded. She takes her cars to charity events and is very active in local schools, educating and encouraging girls that they can be anything they want to be. We'll be back in just a minute, but first a word from our valued sponsors that make this show possible, so give them a little love. Keep your seatbelts on. We'll be right back. Did you know the most damaging thing to your vehicle's interior is the sun? Harsh UV rays damage your interior over time, cracking the dash, fading colors, and the heat makes getting into your favorite ride downright unbearable. My friends at Covercraft have the perfect solution for you and me. Their quality-made sunscreens are easy to use, take seconds to install and to remove, and they protect your vehicles while parked in the sun if using a cover isn't a good option. I have one for every one of my cars. They come in a variety of colors and options, and their accordion design makes unfolding and folding them up for storage as cool as the summer breeze. Your sunscreen comes custom-tailored for your special vehicles and manufactured with the quality and attention to detail that's been the standard for Covercraft since 1965. Here at Cars Yeah, I've got a savings just for you. Use the code YAH21, that's Y-E-A-H-21, at Covercraft.com, and they'll give you 10% off your Covercraft order. That's right, 10% off. Simply use the code YAH21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. When it was time to renew my collector car policy, my carrier raised my rates. By a lot. 
But why? My usage was the same, my car's value was the same, and I had never made a claim. I didn't even have a ticket. The only change was their rate, and they had no reason why. What's with that? I researched my options, I spoke to others, and with American Collectors Insurance is where I now have my policy. What a difference. A live person actually answers the phone. She spent time learning about me and my Porsche Turbo, the one I call my orange crush, and provided a reasonable quote. American Collectors Insurance now protects my special ride. I'm saving hundreds of dollars and I can sleep at night knowing my baby is properly insured. Why wait until your next premium is due? Give them a call today for your personal agreed value quote. Call 866-AC1-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of mine. Mark Green at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. Automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. That's American Collectors Insurance. All right, Belinda, we are back. So I want to dive a little deeper into the corner and have you kind of walk through your business because you have a very fascinating background that somewhat kind of ties into your passion and love for cars. I understand you started off with a degree in fashion. You were recruited by a startup and then you started your own clothing line. So kind of walk us through that. And then how did all this transpire into your love for the Mercedes-Benz Mark? Well, I started out, I think, when I was 16, I was flipping through the Auto Trader magazines and wanted my 1974 Carmen Ghia. And so I had to get a job and uh, started out in retail, uh, worked through high school, worked through college, uh, was promoted with federated department stores. Then, of course, you know, I was uh, recruited from um, a company, an online company that was going public uh, called Cheap Tickets. Mm-hmm. I was working with them in Silicon Valley, uh, running their travel stores. And then uh, we went public. And then I decided that uh, I really wanted to get back into what I loved, which was design. And I started my children's clothing company. This was before the days of Amazon. And uh, we started it out of an apartment. Then it went to a garage. Then it went to a home. Then it went to three warehouses and wow. multiple you know, locations. And we were shipping all over the world. And uh, I did that for 20 years. And then just recently, I decided that I needed a shift again. And I sold it. And you know, now I'm in, you know, the parts, actually, I'm in the parts business now. You are very interesting. And and I'll point out when you were federated, which is Macy's basically, right? Part of the Macy's group. Mm -hmm. uh, You were there for about 10 years. You were the youngest woman to be promoted to a managerial position, right? I was, I was, it was not easy, but yeah, I was, I, you know, I'd started, started really early. So I had some really great, you know, managers that believed me, you know, believed in me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was lucky to, you know, have them, you know, um, support me in uh, getting promoted. And I ended up in the buying office and learned a lot. I mean, I had a great, I had a great, you know, career there, loved it. And uh, I believe that, you know, I mean, those were some really tough days. Re- if anyone's ever worked retail, they know it's really tough. Oh, gosh. And uh, yeah, it just ta- it taught me a lot. And I think if I wouldn't have done that, I wouldn't have been able to to start my own company and kind of understand the, the, you know, the behind the scenes mechanicals of running and operating, you know, fulfillment. Yeah, I should have you talk with my daughter, Paige. She's worked for the Nordstrom Company since she graduated from oh, college. Great company. She just got promoted into a managerial position. Really proud of her. Uh, worked on the floor. That's the way 
you get yeah, through you that. Work your way up. Work your way up. Managed uh, different departments, even managed the whole store in the flagship store downtown Seattle. Wow, good for her. Talk about a tough year. The last 12, 13 months, what they've been through with the pandemic and then here in Seattle with the riots and the whole store was basically looted and burned. And, oh my gosh. I mean, it just was horrific year. And to be able to survive that, uh, I always say she and her co-workers are survivors. Uh, I always say sure. anyone who survived retail can really do anything. There you go. I think I'm going to have you connect with her. I think you'd be a great mentor for her uh, to help her. As or a psychologist. Or a psychologist. Yeah, maybe one of the two. Well, plus she's having her first baby this year. So woohoo. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Yay. Yay to, to be, you. I get to be a grandpa. How fun is that? Oh, boy or girl? Or do you know yet? Well, it's going to be kept secret, which I think is great. A lot more fun that way. Yeah. So nobody knows. They don't know. We, we will find out. Yeah. Okay. We'll see where we end up. So I, whatever. Well, I can take care of you with some clothes. So. All right. There we go. What Got a, a connection. Deal. Yeah. Because my <laughs> wife's already going crazy buying stuff. I'm like, slow down. It's not our baby. Well, it is, but you know what I mean. We've already been through this. So uh, the fun part of grandparenting. Well, now let's let's race forward. And you mentioned that Carmen Ghia. I have to say, my regular listeners know I had a '67 Carmen Ghia in one. high school. Yeah, and all the way, mm-hmm. you know, through college. Loved that car. It was my poor man's Porsche, but it was uh, something that I restored and, and fixed up. But let's get into Mercedes Benz now and the activity and what you're doing because I love the fact that you've you keep pivoting the the pivot word, the shift. You use the word shift. I like that better. Uh, into different career paths and now you're playing with Mercedes and you're so active and I love this thing you're doing with young girls to help inspire them as well. So what drove you down that path? Well, you know, I've always, you know, been in the kids business for 20 years and I, with that business, you know, it was enabled me to give back to the community. We did a lot of charity work, a lot of uh, local hospitals gave clothes to local hospitals. So And even when I was a child and when I was growing up, my parents were really stressed the importance of giving back and being charitable and giving your time and giving, you know, giving what you could. And so that's how I was raised, first of all. But then, you know, with kids business, it really allowed me to get more involved with children's charities. So um, and I I believe that if we put effort into children, we're going to have a better future. So it's really important for me to be able to be involved actively with kids because if you can show them a different direction or you can inspire them or you can encourage them, you can change their their path and you can, you know, make them possibly a better person. Yeah, absolutely. I've had a lot of young people on the show just recently this week uh, before you came onto the show here, several young women who are going in, they're in high school age, 18, 19 years old, going into the tech world, realize that's what they really want to do. And the world of automotive tech and restoration work fabrication has really opened up a lot to young women, which is really fantastic. And, and groups like the RPM Foundation and Tech Force Foundation are helping a lot of these young people as well. I think that's great. Tech Force being my charity of choice. You talked about being an inspiration for others. Who was a driving inspiration for you, a very influential person in your life that helped you track on your careers? I've been fortunate to have a lot of different mentors that have been around me. Um, My mother, you know, was a businesswoman, two degrees, you know, always worked. Even through school, she was always that person that told me, you know, look, Belinda, you have to be able to support yourself. If something happens, you know, in your marriage or whatever, you have to be able to to learn to work and know how to, to earn money. But I've had some great mentors around me. But um, I would say that was would probably be my mother. And, you know, I have a great husband uh, who's, a, who's in marketing. And um, he's the one that helped me, you know, start my business and, and support me. But mm-hmm. I've had you know, I'm lucky I've got great parents that no matter how crazy my ideas were, they always said, you know what, 
the worst thing that can happen is you fail and you do something else. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. And you, you know, learn from the, why the you fail. The worst thing that can yeah. happen. That's the worst thing that can possibly happen. And right. you learn. Absolutely. When you are advising young girls and you talk about going to schools and, and letting them know you can do whatever you want, what are some of the ways that you help help them realize they can do anything that they want to do? Because sometimes people grow up in families where they're not taught that. They, they're not even told that. It's mom or dad might come home going, oh, I don't like the boss. I don't like what I'm doing. And they sit and they see that and they start to think, well, I guess that's what life's all about is working where you don't like to work. But there's so much more opportunity. Well, when I go out, first of all, I mean, I talk to everybody. I'm Southern. We talk to everybody. <laughs> uh, I don't meet a stranger, so I have no problem talking to anyone. So, But when I go to car shows, um, I have uh, I purchased a whole bunch of Mattel Matchbox cars. Uh, Matchbox and Mercedes made a collaborate, did a collaboration. The Ewe Rosequist uh, 1962 Fintel, which mm. is the same car I drive. Uh, she was a race car driver in the 1960s who won the Argentinian rally. And that was an incredible feat because most people either didn't survive that rally or they never finished. And uh, Iwi and her driving partner, uh, Ursula, they actually, not only did they win that race, but they were three hours ahead. They finished three hours ahead of Whoa. anyone else. So it really wow. put Mercedes on the the map for racing. And it also proved to the world that women could really do anything, um, especially back in the 1960s where they you never saw really race car drivers as women. So, But Mercedes and Mattel made a, a matchbox car of the that particular car that won, and it has Ewe's picture on it. It's a great tool to hand out to children. So I bought a ton of them. I bought hundreds of them. And so I keep them in the back of my car. So anytime that I see a little girl, oh, I tell them that story. Yeah. I hand it out at car shows, events, charities. I mean, I've donated. I donated some to the purest group for Christmas. So I believe that, you know, when they see that and they see that, you know, women were racing and then I point to my car and then I let them sit in my car, they just, uh, their eyes kind of light up. Yeah. So letting them know that girls can really do anything and they can even be race car drivers if they want to be. Well, and of course, then there's the wonderful story of Bertha Benz, the first long distance trip anyone on the planet ever took in a you car was a woman. Story. Yes, absolutely. Bertha Benz is a hero of mine. Uh, yeah, it's an incredible story. And the fact that many people think, well, she was just Carl's wife. No. No, she wasn't. She was a business partner was, with him. I mean, she, she was. Yeah. She used her own inheritance money to put up you know, funds for her, his business. She's the one that took the car out um, that day and drove it long distance. It broke down. She fixed it with a hairpin. Yeah. <laughs> she, she stopped for fuel and yeah, first you know, gas stop even, ever. And yeah. No gas and she, <laughs> she even, you know, she even Mark, she even came back and changed the gears shifting system on that car. And back in the eight, this was 1888. Back in those days, women could not file p for patents. But it was actually her invention wow. that allowed that car to be something viable to the masses. I, it's an incredible story that I'm glad it's finally out. And there's a great little video. If those listeners out there have not seen it, I'll put a link to it on Belinda's show notes page. It's really great that they did a really nice job with it as well. Oh, yeah, they did a great yeah, job. With I that. love the, the scene in there with the people going, the witch, the witch is the coming. Witch. Yeah. <laughs> 
And the little girl <laughs> that drops it, the baby. They'd never seen anything. And, you know, yeah, they'd never seen anything. I mean, everything was you know horses. Right. You know, to see something that was powered with wheels and a you know a woman and two you know she had her sons with her. You know, that was just fat. I mean, yeah. Could you imagine seeing something like that? It's like seeing a UFO on the streets of LA. Right. Yeah. Well, there are some some of those on the streets of LA. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. Let's take a short break. When we come back, I'm going to talk about or ask you about a big challenge you faced. No doubt you have because of all the different things you've done. So keep the seatbelts on. We'll be right back with Belinda. We'll call her Belinda Bertha today. There. How's that sound? There you go. All right. We'll be right back. What began as a charitable car show has grown into the world's greatest collector car auctions, raising over 133 million for charitable organizations to date. For nearly 50 years, automotive enthusiasts from all over the world have enjoyed the Barrett Jackson collector car auctions. And I'm a huge fan. Regarded as the barometer of the collector car industry, their auctions are world-class lifestyle events where thousands of the world's most sought-after unique and valuable automobiles cross the block in front of a global audience, in person, on TV, or streamed online. Barrett-Jackson produces the world's greatest collector car auctions in Scottsdale, Arizona, Palm Beach, Florida, Las Vegas, Nevada, and new for 2021, Houston, Texas. The excitement of Barrett-Jackson auctions is contagious, and a unique experience is not to be missed. And coming soon, something new for you Cars Yeah listeners. I'll be teaming up with Craig Jackson on the first ever Barrett-Jackson podcast, coming to your mobile devices every week. Listen here on Cars Yeah and check out the Barrett-Jackson website for unique details on this new exciting podcast that I'm very proud to be a part of. And be sure to visit BarrettJackson.com today. Barrett Jackson, the world's greatest collector car auctions. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual informed, reasoned opinion based on first-hand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. Join Linkage. Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today, and when you're at LinkageMag.com getting your subscription, use the code CARSYEAH, and they'll give you $10 off. What a deal. Okay, let's talk about a big challenge, Belinda. You know, everyone who's delved into business has reached an obstacle point, a roadblock, potholes, whatever you might want to call them, even a big failure. I want you to share one of those, but more importantly, what did you learn from that so you could move forward in a positive way? Well, um, you want to talk about business or you want to, you want to talk about cars? you want to talk about. It, it's your show today. So cars are always a good place. We are okay, at Cars so Yeah. I would, I would say in business, I failed miserably at a lot of things. You know, I think if you talk to any successful person, a business person, you know, they can say we failed at quite a few things. And there's a lot of things that I'd love to say, hey, I go back and do that differently. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm the kind of person I just move forward. I learn from it. I move forward. But in the recent challenges, I would say it involves with 
the car, the 1962 Fentel. I am kind of out and about with the cars and, you know, I'm always, you know, I'm at a car show or an event every single weekend. I'm very active and I was challenged to take that car to Monterey Car Week in 2019. And, you know, my car has 267,000 miles on it. Wow. And the thought of driving it five hours to Monterey was kind of... um Kind of, I, you know, you trust your car, but then you think, okay, well, beyond two hours, you know, you're kind of wondering if something might blow on yeah, something that old. It's an old car, yeah. It's an old car. But everybody loves to kind of razz me and because I'm always up for some challenge. I'm very competitive, of course, but being Southern, being redhead, you know, we're competitive. Feisty, <laughs> uh, <laughs> feisty. Feisty. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so, yeah, the guys in the car club said, well, I bet you, why don't you take it? People were really wanting me to take it because, you know, it's kind of shiny and it's, it's pretty. And I thought, oh, my God. So I said, OK, well, let me size up the competition. Who's coming? And they're like, oh, it's just the guy, you know, the guy who won last year, you know, first in class. I'm like, oh, really? I, I definitely don't want to go. So it got it kind of got into a, you know, betting kind of thing, like mm-hmm. you're not going to do it. And of course, I was not going to back no, down. No, not backing they down. They knew how to push your buttons, didn't they? I, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, all you have to say is like, well, yeah, OK, whatever. You know, you're just a girl or whatever. And they'll, they'll make a comment and that's it's game on. So it was like. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lose this. So uh, I said, okay, I'll show it. So of course, I the three-page documentation and going through the car with a fine-tooth comb and just countless. And I work on my cars, so yes, I do wrench on my cars. Nice. And so you know, I started it, and then I got it to the point that I'm like, okay, this is good. And then of course, it got to the point that the guys were like, yeah, and I bet you would never drive it. Mm. Real oh. car enthusiasts, real collectors, right. drive their cars. Yeah, yeah. Okay, first of all, the car is black. Okay. Oh my so gosh. Anybody, anybody oh. who knows anything about driving a black car um, to Monterey, which is foggy and dusty through that that five hour trip is dusty. I mean, and then to show it like in the next day, that's just that right there is a nightmare. So, yep. uh, but it got it got to the point that I was like, okay, I will drive it. I do trust my car enough to drive it. So mm-hmm. of course, yeah. I got in it and I drove it. Nice. And uh, my house flooded that day. What? Uh, two, day, two days prior, two days prior to Pebble Beach. So oh. my husband couldn't go. I wrecked the car oh. I, oh, <laughs> that no. week. I haven't wrecked a car in 30 years. I was so nervous. I backed it out into my retaining wall, into my home. Oh. Uh, the week prior, I had to pull the whole bumper off of it. I mean, it was, a, it was absolutely, anything that could go wrong went it wrong. Went, yeah. Oh my I gosh. got in the car and said three Hail Marys and said, <laughs> okay, this is it. It's, it's game on either. And I've got AAA VIP. It, what's the worst thing that could happen, right? right? I yeah. blow up. Got a cell phone. That's all I need. I got a cell phone. I got AAA. So I got in the car, packed my bags and went to Monterey, made it. Everything was great. Got on the lawn by myself, never shown a car before, saw my competition. My competition, the car is a W111. So it's the same chassis as the, I don't know if you know the hangover car, the 280 SE. Yeah. So yours, you know, your car is a sedan, right? My car is a four-door family sedan. It was meant to be driven, high mileage types of cars. They didn't really survive. A lot of them were taxi cabs. So that kind of car is typically not shown in a Concorde. They don't really show up. And so, of course, I'm stacked against six-figure cars. Everybody's over $100,000. I mean, I look I really look like I joined, like I was like a Mercedes Uber taxi cab. <laughs> yeah. Who is that? 
<laughs> like, who is that? I mean, why? Why? You know, why a four-door Fentel? And we're kind of the we're kind of known as the lower class of that class. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean it like class, but like it's kind right. of the lower model. Sure. It was the entry level. It mm-hmm. was kind of the poor man's W111. But so I showed up, and here I pop out like. <laughs> As a woman, I'm the only woman in the class and everybody's pointing and it was kind of daunting. You know, it's intimidating because most of these people are, they're well, seasoned. They're seasoned, yeah, they're seasoned car showers, sure. Guys. You know, they mm-hmm. just, they just kind of shook their head like, what is she doing? You know, she doesn't know what she's doing. But so I was nervous. I was a nervous wreck. Long story short, I took first in class. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> I took first in class. Oh, cool. So it kind of upset the car world and, uh, and that that particular group of car people. And uh, there was uh, there was some controversy about it. The car ended up on the front of the, the Star magazine for Mercedes. Cool. The car was featured. And now people from all over the world are asking me, you know, hey, I didn't realize these cars are so much, you know, so valuable. Like, I didn't realize they could look like that. My dad's car has been sitting in the garage for 40 years. Can you help me? So now I've kind of turned into this 911 yeah. <laughs> person for fintails, you, yeah. know, I'm, you know, helping people restore them. And that I, honestly is the most rewarding. It's not about winning first in class. It's about showing people that like... It doesn't matter if you have, I am the believer, it doesn't matter if you have a million dollar car or you have a $500 restoration project. If you love it, I love it. And cars, it doesn't matter the value of them. It matters what you put into them. And that Fintel winning showed people that these cars have some sort of value, whether it be monetary value or just historical and yeah. and restoring something that may have been in the family for 40 years. Very it's cool. It's a respect. It's a respect for cars, I, I believe. This was at Legends of the Audubon, that show, It was. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. For those of you um, who don't know about that, during Car Week, there's so many different events that go on. This was this is one of the events that happens, and it really started as a BMW show, Mercedes, Porsche. Then Porsche broke off into their own show, which is Works. So now it's primarily, is Legends still primarily BMW, Mercedes, those two? Two mark combined? It is. And and Audi. And mm-hmm. Audi. Yeah, exactly. So German cars. It's a free event. Really fun to go to. Awesome cars that are there. Uh the only challenge is that day, what do you go to? You've got the, all know. these different options. And uh, you know, you've got the quail, of course, if you're lucky enough to get in the draw to get into that, or works, which is uh, I'm Porsche guys, love that. And then I'm also BMW guy. So yeah, but that's well, kudos to you for you know, this is a great story. If you, even if you think you have a car that's not special, it's special to you, but maybe not in the, go out there and show in it. In the world, right. In the world, mm-hmm. participate, go to, start at Cars and Coffees. Go, absolutely. Learn, take care of it, learn how it works. And, you know, you too can be a Belinda, you know, you, uh, you never know where you might end up. I don't so. know if you want to be a Belinda. <laughs> well, I you think, too can be a Fintel. I, yeah, a Fintel <laughs> or Finny as we, we affectionately call her car. Now, I would imagine you've still got, you're such an accomplished and driven person. Are there still uh, some bucket list items you'd like to accomplish in your life? Yes and no. At this point in my life, I think is the, the older you become, my goal is just to work without stress. I want to continue doing things that I love in the vintage car world. And I also want to continue working with charities that help children and nice. using my cars in any way I can to encourage kids that they can really do whatever they want to do. I think it's fantastic. Well, you know, we've kind of already touched on this when I asked my guests about a special car in their lives. I mean, we've talked about Finney so much here. Is there maybe another car? Because you've got several cool cars for sure. Is there another car that's really special in your life? I just bought two yesterday. Uh Uh-oh. 
Don't okay. tell my husband. <laughs> uh, she, no, now he won't be listening. Nobody listens <laughs> to the show. It's just you and me here today. So what'd you buy? I bought, you know, cars come to me like every week. Someone <laughs> is always asking. I don't know how I become kind of like the known keeper of like family cars. Yeah. And then I, of course, I can't say no. It's really hard to say no to some things that come by my, in my phone, you know, phone calls. Mm-hmm. But uh, yesterday was two one-owner cars, a 240D diesel. Ooh. Mercedes, yeah. 1979, with fifty no forty nine thousand miles on it. Wow, that's pretty pretty rare for a workhorse like that. Yeah, you find you know there's usually go to three hundred four hundred thousand miles. So this one only had fifty or well, forty nine. I keep saying fifty, but it's got forty nine 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 miles yeah. on it. And then the uh, the other one was a 560 SL R one hundred seven, and it's only got thirty five thousand miles on it. Very so cool. that one is going to my mother actually for her seventieth birthday. So oh, that's fun. exciting. Yeah. Well, so my mom's a motorhead as well. So that's cool. Do you know um, J G Francis? I do very well, you know, okay. Jimmy George. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very well. Yeah. Very good friend of mine. Yeah, he's uh, got a wonderful company. For those listeners that might have missed him, Mercedes Motoring. Great show I did with him way back. He was a very early guest, and I ended up actually shooting an episode of Cars Yeah Television with him, which was supposed to be season two, which ended up being killed by COVID. We'll see if we can get that TV series back on. But I got to spend a day with him, and now he's moved his business up to Orcas Island, north of me. He has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's hiding away up in the island. But He's smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a great place to be. It's a beautiful place. We've spent many summers there. So, uh, well, those sound like pretty cool cars. So those will be new caretaker. You'll be the caretaker for those vehicles, and uh, I would guess eventually they'll find homes somewhere. One of them going to your mom, which is pretty cool. So yeah, I don't think I can get rid of that 240D though. It's a way. It's it's a it's Too a nice. kind of a it's a preservation type of car. So. Well, that's yeah. I'm sure JG's uh, salivating at that one. Those are the kind of cars. I don't think he knows yet. It's oh, he not doesn't. Out oh, okay. You're the first person to publicly know that I got All that right. car. Well, he'll be calling you now that you hear this <laughs> show. So uh, yeah, he's got some really really cool he's, stuff. He's you know he has an incredible he has a. First of all, he has an incredible eye and he's got great taste. And then he knows he knows about these cars. So he's a great caretaker for whatever he buys. Well, it's a true He testament. also has a Fintel too. So yeah, I, yeah. of course, I love him. Yeah. You know, he's got Fintel. Is that, a, is that blue one he's got? It's a green one. Oh, it's green, a, kind green. of a minty, mint you know, green. Okay. kind of a, yeah, okay. I'm minty thinking of a kind different of car he had in front of his shop the day I was there, but cars, he goes to lots of different kinds of cars. Oh, guys, he's got so many beautiful ones. I'm going to crawl into your head a little bit here, Belinda, be your psychologist today, psychiatrist, yeah. if you will. If you were manifest as a vehicle, what would you be and why? <laughs> you know, you gave me that question and I, I, I kind of molded over. Although I've never owned one, I'd probably be a vintage Jaguar. Okay. Which model? It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Because they're, they're pretty and shiny on the outside, mm-hmm. but they're temperamental and high maintenance <laughs> on the inside. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Jaguar owners, but yeah, it's true. No, it's true. It's the way, yeah. You British, really have to love those cars British, to own them. British cars. Yeah, I know. That's exactly right. Well, I think that's pretty cool. You know, it, it's fitting. And that's why I love this question, because if people take it to heart, not just what they want to be, but how they perceive themselves, they answer it just the way you did, which I think is fantastic. But what I'd like to be is a Volkswagen. Uh, oh, what you want to be. <laughs> easy going. That I'm desiring to just to be a Volkswagen. Okay. Easy going, you know, fun to drive, social. Would you go back to that Gia or a Bug? Oh, gosh, I would love another Gia. I had three of them. My funnest times of my life were in a Volkswagen. Wow. 
Well, you know, I had a friend who bought a Gia and um, he, he also has a cool old bus that he had restored, but they built the underpinnings all with Porsche parts, including oh, the great. engine. Yeah, he's got it over in the wow. Hawaiian Islands right now. And uh, his name's Tom and they did an incredible job, Jano Fabricating built it. But he had bought a Carmi Gia close to the same age of mine. And I was over at JNL Fabricating, this was some time ago. And, and I said, you know, I had one of these. And he goes, let's take it for a drive. And I have to say, after having 11 or 12 Porsche 911s and four M3s, I was kind of underwhelmed. <laughs> it, wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't the way I remembered, but my Gia, I had bumped the engine up to a 2110cc motor with a dual oh, carbs. It was okay. So you're going, you're going a little bit faster than a little the rest more, of us. Yeah, it was an outlaw Gia, you know, before outlaws were even thought of. So I thought it was fun, but yeah, you know, sometimes it's fun to get in a slow car. You talk about a D, 240D, not a fast car, but just get in a slow car and slow yourself down, enjoy the ride, you know. I think it's uh, very important. Very just, important. It's very important to slow down and enjoy the ride. Absolutely. Every aspect of your life. You know, we already touched on the many ways you like to help others and give back. And I think that's great. So I'm going to jump ahead to my question about a great book. Uh, is there a book you'd like to share with our listeners? Uh, it's an oldie, but goodie, but it's um, Eckhart Tolle's uh, The Power of Now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a great one. It's kind of a book you can read again and again and again and learn something new. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'll make sure to put a link to that on Belinda's show notes page. Just go to carsyeah.com, type in Belinda. If you type in her last name, it'll be S-A-R-O-O-E-I. Try to say it. I can't say it, but you might be able to say it. But it's very <laughs> unique and it's very cool. Uh, but you'll find Belinda very, I think you might be the only Belinda that's been on this show. I think so, but it'll be easy to find. You can find this book and everything that she's shared with us today. When we come back from our last break here, I'm going to take you on the ultimate drive. So sit tight. We'll be right back. I'm honored to say that my charity of choice here at Cars yeah is Tech Force Foundation. They help young people find an education and career that aligns with their passions. For those who love cars, problem solving, and working with their hands, a career as a professional automotive technician is the perfect fit for a fulfilling life. We're all wired differently, and not every successful career demands a four-year university. Technical education and the skilled trades matter, and we need qualified skilled technicians to keep our vehicles rolling. Learn more about how you can support tomorrow's driving force and workforce of technicians at techforce.org, like I do here at Cars Yeah. Hey, fellow inspiring automotive enthusiasts, did you know if you subscribe at carsyeah.com, I'll send you my free filler up book? It's an ebook filled with fuel, filler fun, and inspirational quotes from past guests here on Cars Yeah. Plus, you'll get a weekly wrap-up email from me every Friday, and your name will be in the hat for one of the many free giveaways here at Cars Yeah. Simply go to CarsYeah.com and click on the free book button, and boom, you're in the club. And don't forget to subscribe to Cars Yeah on your mobile podcast app, and you'll get the Cars Yeah show delivered right to your mobile device every day, absolutely free. Inspiring automotive enthusiasts, that's what we're all about. Here at Cars, yeah. Thanks for listening. All right, we are back, and I have a magic scepter. And that means I can allow or make four things to happen. Now, I understand at one point you got invited to go on a very ultimate ride with Mercedes CEO to be in the uh, patent Motorwagen at Pebble Beach, which I have a picture of that, which is 
pretty darn cool. Maybe you'll share a little bit of that. But here's the question for you. You can drive, take a drive in any vehicle. You get to pick the car. You get to pick the person you're with. This could be somebody living or deceased. And I need to know who's driving and what are you going to be talking about? So let's start with that drive you got to take, though, with the Mercedes CEO in that very first Motorwagen. So I was fortunate enough to be invited by Dietmar Exler, who was the uh, was the former he's the former CEO of Mercedes. I met him at an event um, at Pebble Beach, and he came up to me because I was holding and I was carrying my Mercedes hubcap purse. You know, I make things as a designer. I make things that if I can't find it, I'll make it. And so I made this hubcap purse. It's made out of two um, Mercedes hubcaps that are like clamshell. And he spotted it right away and came up to me and asked me if I'm, you know, where did I get it? And if I was selling it and I made a joke like, you know, hey, I'm not selling it because I don't want Mercedes to sue me. <laughs> yeah, sure. And, you know, of course it was, you know, the CEO of Mercedes. So we got into this dialogue banter back and forth and he challenged my knowledge on Mercedes. And, you know, I, he quickly figured out that, you know, I was not your just average person. And I knew more than a, a lot of the people yeah. that actually work for Mercedes. And so we got into a conversation. He asked me, you know, would I like to, you know, ride on the Bertha, wow. the Bertha car, you wow. know, the Pat Motorway. How fun was that? The very next day at the Concorde d'Elegance. And I mean, it was like somebody was handing me the Willy Wonka, you know, chocolate factory <laughs> ticket. Yeah. And of course, ticket. I'm like, of course, yes, yes, yes. I mean, I, I could have won the lottery and I would have been just as happy. But uh, so I, I was able to ride on that car. And, and it was just an amazing experience to be able to, you know, to sit on something that was such an, an important part of history. If that car was not invented, if Bertha didn't do what she did that day, we may still be in, I mean, of course, we wouldn't be in horse and buggy now, but. Who knows where it would have gone? Yeah. Who knows what would have happened? I mean, she really was that person that had such bravery and she was, you know, determined and she thought outside the box and she did things without people, without care of what people thought about her. So dare, dare I say your ultimate drive would be on that with Bertha? What, is that <laughs> where we're going with this? The ultimate drive would be to sit with Bertha. Of yeah, course, I yeah. would love to pick her brain. Of course. And I would love to be able to tell her, you know, hey, in the future, you have become this amazingly pioneer woman who people like me look up to. Yeah. You know, I love this. As part of why I did an entire month of women here on Cars Yeah last month, March, uh, celebrating Women's Month, I interviewed 23 women. Now, I've already had over 300 women on the show, but... We had 23 women on the show back to back all the way from a young 17 year old to uh, the first woman hired by GM to be an exterior designer. I love that. Futures. Joan, love these stories. Joan Kramer. So really was honored to talk with all those wonderful women. But uh, yeah, Bertha would be pretty darn cool and that vehicle would make it cooler. But the fact you got to ride in that thing at Pebble, you know, sometimes if you just talk to people two years ago at Pebble, because of course we missed it last year, I got invited to ride in a 1913 Rolls Royce with uh, yeah, two, a past guest of mine here, Stephen and Amy Plaster, which was wonderful. Uh, got to do the tour in that thing. I, th- I thought he died and gone to heaven because I... <laughs> You know, 30 years going to Pebble and I finally got a ride. So uh, maybe I'll get lucky again. Well, you have given us some wonderful wisdom, words of advice, encouragement, inspiration here. And I can't thank you enough. Before I let you go, is there maybe a little uh, word of advice you might offer? I know you have a great motto for little girls, right? I do. I say, first of all, my big motto is don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah, I like that. Don't sweat the small stuff. And it's hard to, it's, it's easy to say, but hard to do. And then my motto would be, you know, little girls have big dreams. They become women with a vision and these women serve as an inspiration to my life. 
And um, I always say that cars are great, but it's the people and the stories behind them that make them special. Absolutely. And boy, have we learned that after this last 12, 13 months. It's about the people, uh, not being able to be out amongst people. It's one thing not to be able to be out amongst cars, but it really, the cars are just the catalyst that bring us all together. Absolutely. They connect us. They connect us in so many ways and they connect the world and cars, thanks to people like Bertha and all the pioneers that have come after and continue to pioneer today. You think Elon Musk with Tesla, what he's doing. I mean, people just keep be a pioneering and bringing us all together, allowing us to travel and enjoy things. So hopefully here as things start to open up, all of you listeners will take the time to get out, go to some events, be bold, even if you think you don't belong at an event because your car may be not good enough, you're wrong. Go. You're Take wrong. Your Absolutely. Yeah. Get them out of the garage because there's always going to be someone at a car event that's going to either help you or give you advice yep. or maybe have a part. Those are always the fun people to talk <laughs> yeah. to. They're like, oh, I have a part. I, I had a guy who actually said, oh, I have a part out in the middle of the field in Topanga. <laughs> and, you know, and of course I was, it was like game on, I'm going. And it was three miles off the, off the grid and I got that part. But these are the things that you, you know, when you go to the events and you, you, you show up, it's amazing at what type of people you can meet. You just never know who is going to come and share a story with you. You know, and sometimes I never know who's going to share a story with me, with me. And today's Belinda and you shared some wonderful stories. What are some ways people can Keep up with you. Are you active in social media? Do you have a website? I am. I'm under Belinda Benzo for <laughs> Instagram. And um, I'm under Car Parts and Treasures for my eBay store. Great. I'll make sure I put links to those on Belinda Shoner's page, which, of course, you'll you'll find on the Cars Yeah website. And I want to do a shout out to uh, Cars Yeah listener, Edward Fiore. He's the one who's introduced me to Belinda. Uh, Ed, I appreciate it very much. So many great people bring so many inspiring automotive enthusiasts to Cars Yeah here. So Belinda, thank you for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and sharing your stories with us. Until you and I talk again, I will see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.